Welcome, everybody, to Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes, practical tools to improve your mood and quality of life. We're going to continue with the second module of the ACT Matrix, What Every Person Should Know. We've already reviewed the main points of acceptance and commitment therapy, that being that we want to help people transform their relationship with their unpleasant feelings and accept them as just part of life and choose behaviors that are going to help them lead a rich and meaningful life. In this segment, we're going to start learning how to apply the matrix, and we're going to get to identifying that shortcut question. So in the first module, you defined the endpoint. You defined your destination. What does a rich and meaningful values-driven life look like for you? Because a lot of us really haven't thought about it. We can think three months from now, six months from now, but we really haven't sat back and gone, what do I want to be known for? What is really mo the most important thing to me? You've also identified thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that can help you get closer to those goals and values. So you know your starting point and you know kind of how to get there, or your end point. But now we want to look at your starting point, and that's wherever you are right now. And you want to identify thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that may be causing you distress and diverting your energy from achieving your goals and embodying your values. Because a lot of times we just kind of get stuck where we are. We're not necessarily moving backward. But we don't feel like we're making any progress forward either. We're not getting any happier. We're just kind of blah, kind of like Eeyore. Nothing was horrible, but nothing was grand. And we want to be more like uh, Tigger, where everything is woohoo. So I will try not to imitate the rest of the Winnie the Pooh characters for the rest of the module. I promised. So you're going to define the starting point. On the left side, is distress and diversion from your goals and values. These are things that you do that just drain your energy tank and they're not moving you toward your goals and values. It's just you're kind of spitting in the wind, if you will. What are those for you? Because they differ for every single person. We're going to start by looking at your away thoughts and feelings. And these are, as it sounds, thoughts and feelings that move you away from your goals and values. They're generally based in your emotional mind, your fight or flight, and often lead to acting on urges. These are often unpleasant feelings. The important thing I want you to remember is all feelings are normal. When you have a feeling, it is what it is, and it's your body going, um, pay attention, please. There might be a problem. Now, your body doesn't always know if there's a current problem. It's just going on the information that it has. So it's up to you to look at it and go, yes, worth my energy, or no, not really. That's something I might have thought about six months ago, but no, not worth my energy right now. So thoughts and feelings that tend to move you away from your goals. Anger, fear, worry, guilt, feelings of failure, concerns about loss of control, and concerns about rejection and isolation. If you spend the majority of your energy and activities trying to avoid being angry or nurture that anger or conquer anger, if you try to spend most of your time avoiding failure because you're just terrified of it and making sure that you are in control of everything and everyone all the time, just think about how much energy that takes. And how close does it get you to your ultimate goals if you spend the majority of your energy fighting with people 
or fighting with things that have little or no impact on your ultimate goals. And that's what it comes down to. Is this something that may be a little bit of a threat to my self-esteem? Do I have no control over this person? Yeah, that's entirely possible. But is this person's opinion and or trying to control this person an effective use of my energy? Is it important to me? Most of the time, the answer is going to be no. So then we want to look at our away behaviors. And this all kind of ties up nice in a bow. Because when we have these unpleasant feelings and when we are struggling with fears of failure, loss of control, rejection, a lot of times we engage in behaviors that either help us escape or help us try to conquer or dominate that anger or fear. Because anger and fear are your body's responses to a threat. Your body's going, there's something wrong here, and you need to either fight or flee. Again, you can always evaluate that and go, is there a little bit of a threat? Is this unpleasant? Yes. Is it worth my energy to fight or flee in this circumstance? Probably not. But a lot of us operate on auto autopilot, which is why something triggers our anger or our fear, and we immediately go into this knee-jerk reaction of some sort of escape or fight or flight behavior, which doesn't get us anywhere. So what are yours? Autopilot is that immediate sort of knee-jerk reaction, not thinking about is this behavior or is reacting this situation helping me or hurting me. It's just I need to make this feeling stop. That's all I'm caring about right now. So some people will argue, yell, or fight. Some people will just crawl in bed and go to sleep. Other people will eat to try to feel better. Some people will drink or smoke. And other people will just dwell on that negative feeling and thought and nurture it and think about it and how dare they. And they will call six friends and tell the story over and over and over again because they want empathy and validation for how bad they feel or how angry they are. My question is, is that energy that you're using to do all that helping you achieve these goals over here? Most likely not. So we want to look at what are your knee-jerk behaviors, what are your automatic reactions that you do when you feel an unpleasant feeling or sensation or you're in an, in an unpleasant situation that typically does not help you move toward your goals and values. There are ways to deal with anger, fear, worry, guilt, failure, all that stuff that can help you move towards your goals and values. And we talked about those in the first module. And we're going to talk about them again a little in a little bit. Or maybe now. So what happens? What we're doing right now is talking in general. Because we can't plan for every single situation. You can use this in every single situation. But I want you to first start by identifying in general what unpleasant feelings do you have that trigger automatic responses. And when those automatic responses are triggered, what's the end result? So if you get angry and you start arguing, yelling, and fighting, it uses a lot of energy, which may not be getting you closer to your goals and values. When you finish with that arguing and fighting, how do you feel? Is the problem resolved? A lot of times the answer is no. So you end up back down here feeling a loss of control and rejected, and you go back to doing some other away behavior and you're stuck over here in this autopilot loop because you don't 
know how to choose other behaviors or you don't know how to unhook long enough to step back and go what are my options here the options are choosing toward behaviors such as addressing vulnerabilities if you're well rested well nourished and generally content i'm not going to say happy but you're doing things to take care of yourself and you've started to engage supportive relationships you're starting to develop tools to tolerate distress then when you feel distress you have options you feel distress you can choose to escape or avoid or you can choose to tolerate and figure out how to improve the next moment improving the next moment often means empowering yourself to take steps towards something meaningful and let go of something that's inconsequential so your away behaviors generally provide an immediate reward in the short term but are either neutral or unhelpful at achieving your long-term goals so in the short term they may feel really really good you can scream at somebody you can put your fist through a wall you can smoke a cigarette you can eat a jar of peanut butter or a pint of haagen-dazs there are a lot of things that we do that are knee-jerk reactions that are escape and avoidance behaviors but they don't solve the problem it's like if you get a cut on your arm and you just look at it and you plop a band-aid on top of it you're avoiding acknowledging it's there you're avoiding debriding the wound and getting all the gook out of it because that's painful and we don't like to tolerate that kind of pain unfortunately if you leave it for long enough it's probably going to start festering and the problems are going to get a lot worse so your away behaviors are basically those behaviors that encourage you to not deal with the situation and not deal with your feelings about the situation your thoughts your negative thoughts now remember feelings are natural feelings tell you pay attention thoughts on the other hand you can have negative self-defeating thoughts i'll never win um bad guys always come out victorious um, i'm powerless whatever your negative thoughts are and and we can go over a lot of those in the module on cognitive behavioral but what's important to understand is when you feel completely disempowered when you feel completely hopeless you're probably not motivator when you think thoughts that are completely dis disempowering and and hopeless you're probably not real motivated to go over here and start trying to change things because your first thought is well what's the point so stepping back and figuring out what your options are and choosing whether you are going to hold on to negative thoughts or you are going to adopt positive more optimistic thoughts like even as optimistic as okay maybe i'll give this a try because what i'm doing right now certainly isn't working that's more positive than completely hopeless and hopeless so i'll, I'll take it the goals of the matrix are to help you identify your long-term goals what is your destination what is having a rich and meaningful life look like to you we want to help you become aware of and accept unpleasant feelings without having to immediately act on them because unpleasantness happens unfortunately uh, so we want to look at what is that feeling trying to tell you and what are your thoughts that are supporting that feeling are those thoughts accurate and helpful in this particular situation and if not what are some alternate thoughts that might be more helpful 
We want to help you identify your habitual or autopilot ways of acting and reacting when you feel discomfort. Because a lot of times it's like slapping that Band-Aid on without putting the peroxide on first. You're avoiding the pain of cleaning out the wound. But whatever is in there is probably going to continue to get worse unless you address it. And we want to help you identify ways of acting and reacting that are going to help you move closer to your goals. Improve the moment. Accept, which is, remember, an acronym that helps you create situations or choose behaviors that are going to help you accept that, you know, life sucks sometimes, but there are things I can do to improve the next moment. You can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. Join our Facebook group at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook or subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash All CEUs Education or join our community at DocSnipes.com.